The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Call Songhez or now. 0891-104-207. Let's go straight through to Gusha in Rodaport. Gusha, thoughts? Songhez, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, yeah, as you said, congratulations to the president. Um, this is a process, not a, it's, a, it's a journey. Uh, I think uh, cutting from 36 to 28 ministers is progress. Um of course, a few of those ministers, really, they were natural fits together for them to be combined. Um, I like the fact that uh, Patricia Delil is in cabinet. As some people have called for a government of national unity, I would have uh, boldly loved to, to have more ministers from other political parties. The ANC must understand that it is in big trouble. <laughs> it is close to 50% in KZN. Uh, so we actually now need to attract um, the white votes, uh, but also for 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 to to go back to that project of, of project of President Mandela, which is a reconciliation. We must bring the country together. I think uh, I think uh, we can uh, we can raise our hopes having President Ramaphosa at the head. Thank you. Thank you me. so much. Thank you so much, Kusha in Rodeport and Dawong in Fosloras. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Good evening. I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'd like to thank our president, Matamela Cyril Ramaphosa, for appointing Patricia Dilel into being a minister. I'd like to say thank you very much, Mr. Uh, uh, president. Why are you happy? Why are you happy about Mama Patricia Dilel? You know, uh, sometimes... Uh, People have to recognize quality. There is a lot of quality in that woman, and I think it was wasted a lot in Cape Town. So, welcome to South Africa, Mama Patricia Dilel. You will see how South Africa functions. And thank you <laughs> to President Ramaphosa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mdawong from Fosloras. Mr. Mlambo from the Bell Park. Hello, how are you? Not too bad, thank you. How are you? Oh, okay. So, okay, right. Uh, I've just been looking the composition of the new ministers and see how it has been composed. But now, according to my uh, decision, I it should have been okay if there was a proportional representation. Because now, all the opposition, like, okay, I've seen Patricia Dilele only. But now they should have brought all other parties instead of these parties to be an opposition, then there will be a building they will be helping to build. If, I mean, the NC got 57 or 50-something percent, then they should have calculated all the, I mean, the ministers, 50-something percent must go to NC. Depending on the percentage, so that we bring everybody to work, not to be an opposing so if it is an opposing, definitely there's nothing which is going to function. And All the right. other thing I've seen here, the other thing I've seen is 
there were people who were in the Tabo Mbeki era. And in the Tabo Mbeki era, when we see South Africa 25 years and it is down the drain, not within the last 10 years, but for 25 years, the issue of land was from, I mean, from, it was from Mandela. From Mandela, it, it went on to the other, I mean, until now it's not solved. So, which means they failed somewhere, but still they're in parliament. And they are long-serving there from Becky, from everybody. Still, their long-service does not help because they did not do anything. We are in a problem because of them. All right. Let's take more callers. Fezego um, and Kailicha, your thoughts on President Ramaphosa's first cabinet as the president officially? Fezego? Yes, sir. Um, Sangezo, I, I want to applaud the president for making this announcement. I am quite happy with uh, most of the names that he has appointed. The only one, there is only one. Oh, what a pity we've lost him, Fezzik. I beg your pardon, they will try and get hold of him again. Willie and Christiana in the Northwest, your thoughts and comments? Yes, Sangezo, good evening, yes. Indeed, so, indeed. Um, yeah, Sangezo, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's for the first time in in my experience to 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 experience uh, uh, the uh, the bringing in of I mean, uh, members of of political parties uh, opposition parties rather such as Mr. Holomisa if I'm not mistaken and Patricia Dili. Now my 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 my, my question is <clears throat> now that these two I mean I mean the, the opposition parties themselves. If uh, they are uh, members are, 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 are ministers of this and this and this and this, are they still going to have cards, cards of opposing uh, uh, the, 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 the present uh, 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 government as they used to? Or maybe they're going to slack a little bit now that they are, they, 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 they are, they are members are, are, are ministers of of different uh, uh, departments. That's my question. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Let's hope some of the listeners who are here will be able to respond to that. Ndade Mashele from Kharankuwa is also on the line. Ndade Dumela, Ligai. Ndade Mashele from Kharankuwa. Dumela Ndade Ligai. Kocho Ligai. The source of uh, being uh, the creator of heaven and earth and the sustainer thereof, through William Shakespeare, said, much ado about nothing. Well, mm. given the circumstances, where I can say congratulations, but not congratulations to the president. Because if I were a, a president, the Honorable President Matamera, Shire Ramaphosa, I should have taken or constituted a cabinet taking all, in fact, from all the, for the eight, I mean, for the eight um, political parties. Taken or not, if not maybe reaching for the eight, but at least I should have taken majority of the political parties to form a government of national unity. He, being the member of ANC, in 1955, the Freedom Charter said that people shall govern. 
So if the people shall govern, come on, repeating people of ANC, they, they've already eaten. So let's eat all of us. They say, okay, another thing, uh, the people shall share. So it means ANC people only shall share. This country belongs to all of us. Even the so-called whites, which are not white, uh, uh, well, uh, Afro-Europeans, because they're from Africa, they went to Europe, and they came back. So we must consider them, and they, we must stop this antagonism. So I'm not congratulating that. I'm not so happy. Issued this from the government of national unity. I've seen by, well, by the provinces, Gauteng, uh, and, and, and what is this, KwaZulu-Natal, that it was going to be this. But please, God is there. 2024 is coming. So, uh, let's, let's give him a, let's see how, what they are going to do for the meantime. And then, to, to show that it's possible, government of national unity, they took, he took Miss, Mrs. or ma'am, Patricia Delil. So it's a simple, it's a, it's, a, it's a sign that it's possible to form a government of national unity. Well, God bless us all. Step by step, we're getting there. We shall reach. Where we have to reach. from Kuma in the northwest. Did I say that right? Or is it Kandisa? Yes, yes, you're correct. Thank you're you, correct. sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so yes. much. Your thoughts, please. Uh, sir, you know what I'm saying. I'm very worried. As the province, always, always, when you check, since President Nelson Mandela to President Jacob Zuma, and now it's Ramaphosa. As a province, we always been taking outside. We didn't have even one minister or a... It's only Pintimuloi for now. No, as a deputy minister. We are not happy. We are not happy with this uh, cabinet of the, of the president. It's going to... You, you can check what... We have people who are capable to can lead in that uh, uh, executive. You see... I don't know why, as a province, we have been not taken serious. But it is fine. We'll see. We'll see what is going to happen because this thing is going on, on, on. This guy, Gordon Brazen Gordon, has been implicated in other in the report of a public protector. Why the integrity committee does not call Gordon and say? Uh, you have this issue to uh, uh, stay aside. You see, this physical, I don't know. It's a payback time to Ramaphosa. All of these people are people who are supporting Kabul Beki by that time. It's a payback time for them. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ndate. Ike in Bushpark Ridge. Look, every president has to have his sponsors somewhere. Mm-hmm. They've got yeah, it. Ike in Bushpark Ridge. Yeah, hello, how are you? Well, thanks. How are you, sir? I'm okay. Look, I think the cabinet that he has chosen is very good. It's, it's a good cabinet, I think. Uh, but the good. problem that they will face is that in South Africa, we don't have enough money to run this state. You know, the Guptas have looted the money, and I don't know where Ramaphosa is going to get money from. Or maybe they will make a loan from the International Bank. I don't know. But uh, for him to function effectively, we will have to get a lot of money. Where are we going to get money, sir? The DA wanted something like 14 or 15 ministries. Ramaphosa has doubled that to 28. So are you leaning towards a lean cabinet like that of the DAs? I, I think uh, the, the, the cabinet is still bloated. We, we need to cut it down. I mean, look at these deputies. Yeah, we have a lot of deputies and so on. I mean, we're going to spend a lot of money. 
No, we yeah. agree on that one, certainly. Thank you so much, Ike, calling us from Bushbuck okay. Ridge. From Newlands, Cape Town, Mike. Yeah, great. How's it, man? Not too bad, thanks, champion. What's happening? Good, good. Yeah, no, I just want to comment on Patricia Delol. I've always had this theory that when uh, she broke away from the DA, there was something going on behind the scenes. How do you possibly suddenly go into politics two or three months before the election? Uh, we all know it, it's not it's not a couple of grand. It's like millions and millions of rand is needed to run even the smallest campaign. And all of a sudden, am I right in saying this? I think she, uh, did I hear that she's a minister? Is that correct? She's a minister of public works and infrastructure yeah, well, development. A segment added to public works traditionally. Yes. There you go. And uh, well, the story was that she was going to be offered the position of uh, of uh, premier. If the, if uh, her party did well, the good party, uh, well, it might have done obviously very well as far as the ANC is concerned, and now she's suddenly a minister. So that really does show how she has lied and hoodwinked the people in the last election, and those people that thought all of a sudden that she was a fresh new party, she really is nothing more than another uh, ANC corrupt member. And the other thing that disappointed me so much uh, in the announcements, and uh, I, I, can, I take... Uh, perhaps uh, Pavan Gordon is the only highlight, was the fact that our president took no questions. I thought it really is sad. You know, I've just uh, come back from a trip around Europe, and uh, people stick around. They take questions from the people because they're not scared of the questions. But our president, like all the ANC, they are scared of questions. They don't go into debates. They will not debate anybody. They will not go in any way that threatens them. And our president did not stand there and take questions. He just disappeared, as Zuma did, behind the curtain, and we never see How him again. How is Pravin a highlight? He's a highlight for me because, uh, listen, I'm no fan of his, because he sat in the government that watched the arms deal go down, and he knew full well that our country was being uh, literally looted by the ANC, uh, and he did absolutely nothing. But I think, in a way, Pravin Gordon, in my head, uh, and in my mind is that seeing the error of his ways, and he stuck with the ANC, and he thought, you know what, I'm going to change it from within, and I still think that's what he's trying to do. And the he's rogue probably unit at only SARS? the gully guy hasn't stolen any money. Sorry, the rogue unit at SARS that hasn't been put to bed. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, listen, the ANC crooks. Uh, the, <laughs> the no, but I mean, he was the commissioner at SARS at the time. He was the commissioner at the time. The rogue unit is an issue that still hasn't been sorted, not politically, yeah, yeah, not legally. No, 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 no. I, I'm not buying that road unit kind of nonsense. I, they, you know what? The Public protector's report? Let's say again. Public protector's report? Are you buying uh, that? Which public protector are you talking about? Mkweban. <laughs> you have to be kidding me. This is a public protector that the High Court in Durban found out that she was incompetent, didn't understand the law, and didn't understand her job. I mean... Please, this, the, I don't know why we keep giving this lady credit. I would be seriously insulted if the p- current public protector knocked on my door and served me with a paper and demanded I attend some or other hearing. I would say to you, excuse me, lady, but the High Court in Durban has found you to be useless and corrupt. Why on earth would I would attend anything that you demand me to go to? No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, here's what I really want to engage you on. Here's what I want to really engage you on. Mm-hmm, sure, you sure. are more than willing to contemplate the incompetence of Mkwebana, as I understand you to be making that case. But here are some serious allegations as to the ethical content of Pravin. Whether or not they are proven to be ultimately so, but there are nonetheless the same levels of allegations as are meted out against everybody else to him. 
Delil hasn't been in front of any court of law and found wanting on any account. In fact, the opposite is true as it pertains to her party. You say she has hoodwinked everybody, she's a liar, she's a corrupt member of the ANC, and you cannot come up with one incident that might remotely suggest that what you're saying is remotely correct. Pravin ran a rogue unit at SARS. Pravin is currently now the subject adverse finding from the public protector and you say of all words you could have used that's a highlight i'm sorry i i, I cannot agree with that uh, well there's two issues here you're dealing with first of all let me just get back to the law uh i am saying that in terms of patricia the law that she suddenly had enough money to run a campaign when she left the da and i, I, well, I failed to understand What's no, wrong with that? no, there's nothing wrong with it. The question I'm asking is, where did the money come from? I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. But it takes a lot of money. And all of a sudden... Where does the DA money come from? Where does the ANC money come from? The point is, well, political no, no, parties well, either... With... No, well, yeah. excuse me, you've asked me a lot of questions. Let, let's start with the beginning. Sorry. Where the Sorry. DA money comes from, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have privy to that. Where the ANC money comes from, I can tell you where a lot of it comes from. Chance of a house, where there was $5 billion spent on, 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 on uh, the Hitachi deal. So that I know about. The DAI I don't know about, and they haven't been found to be corrupt, so you know, I don't know. But I'm getting back to Patricia Delaw. I'm, I'm just simply saying that all of a sudden she's gone from uh, mayor of Cape Town in the DA, she then formed the Good Party, and now she's a minister of the ANC. I think there's a link there somewhere, don't you? Dr. Peter Mulder was the deputy minister, if wasn't the minister in Zuma's first cabinet, of land affairs. You didn't ask that question then. What's the issue now? This lady from the National Freedom Party was the deputy minister of science and technology. For the longest of time, she was AWOL. You don't have anything to say about that. It's nothing new. De Klerk was part of the government of national unity when Mandela didn't have to do that. It was a compromise, a political compromise in 1994. The fact that opposition parties are brought into governance, there's nothing per se wrong with that. There's nothing ethically wrong with that. There's nothing politically wrong with that. I don't understand your in intolerance of Patricia DeLille because you're just making now allegations which have got absolutely no base upon which to say this is now going to be a negative and or an adverse finding. So what if she got money from whoever she got money from? It happens all the time. It's, it, that's what happens when it's, it's, it's political campaigning. You have to run an election campaign. You have to get money. Patricia DeLille simply has proven to the DA and people like you, Mike, that she's been in the political game for a while now and she's got nine lives just like Didi Mabuza and there's nothing wrong with that. Where there is something wrong is if... Patricia DeLille abuses her public power for personal gain. And you haven't said anything that might remotely resemble that. So on that account, I don't think you and I can have this conversation going forward. I'm not muting you because I probably gave you more time than everybody else, but we have to go to Ndatemo Ilwa Karabo. Evening, sir. How are you? We've had this conversation before. Let's have it again. Well, good, good evening to you, Sengiz, and to the wonderful listeners of SEFM. What do you make of this last conversation I've just had with Mike? Look, uh, <laughs> I think Patricia Dillil has proven to me, like you're saying, to, to be you know one formidable politician over the years, uh, and she's done incredibly well. We're talking about, here about somebody who was mayor of one of the most successful cities in the in, in, in the world, and um, she's proven daily to be somebody who's capable and who's well able to get support if she needs it and mobilize society around her cause. And that is why she managed to get the seat in parliament. And that's why Saldamapas also thought it would be wise to have her in, in his cabinet. So uh, really, legitimate points you're making there. Um, on the part of Brevin uh, Godan, I think it's, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for Saldamapas. I think 
you know, the, we've already had the, you know, the leader of the EFF saying that they're not going to make things easy for him if he appoints uh, President Gordon. He's already done, done that. Now we wait to see what's going to happen. But of course, <laughs> we've got to let uh, or to allow the law to, to take its course. Uh, President has said that he's, going, he's taking the, the, the report of the public project for review. And we have to wait for that outcome to determine whether really there's a case there. So, uh, really you know tough 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 politics coming out this time around what do you think is going to be the political fallout following those two names nomvula and batabila's absence from this cabinet this is surely not the last of it yeah i think sodomaposa really wants to have you know a clean uh, administration he, he knows the controversy that comes with those two names and he doesn't want to come in into into the sixth administration with with with, with uh, controversy to look at all of the names that came up what's controversy uh, what's controversy what's controversy well what, what, what the, is controversy the reality that uh, you know Batabile Lamini at one point was uh, found guilty of having broken the executive code of ethics uh, when, when she was not honest in terms of you know with regard to her presentations to the National Assembly you know, with the whole society background. So that of course uh, was something that was going to cost him uh, from an integrity point of view. But also on, in the case of Nomvola Mukwanyani, this somebody has been implicated in the uh, Commission of Inquiry into State Capture. So you you don't want those kinds of names uh, associated. It's nothing with, more than that, as, though. It's uh, 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 It's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than that. And so many people have been fingered in the state capture inquiry, and it's nothing more than the evidence of a particular individual who wasn't even cross-examined. So Nomvula is going down. Fine. Why isn't General Begitela going down as well? He was found to have improperly. Um, entered into the arena in a public procurement for the police buildings. This is now, what, 2010, 2011 with Rushabangu. At least there, there was an adverse finding by the public protector. Why should he be there? Well, that's, that's something that, that, that South Africans, I think, have gotten over. The reality that we're confronted with here so that, isn't that, is that, that, isn't, Oh, isn't that a problem? That we would get over that this individual... It is a problem. Okay, fine. But Saldama Pasa has proven to be a person who's running a public uh, relations exercise uh, through the, through the, the exclusion of Nomvola Mugonyan and Batabile Dramin. What You may argue it otherwise to say that mm-hmm. you know, the likes of Begitla have been found guilty of having you know done certain transgressions in the past. But the reality is that Saldama Pasa is somebody who appears to be running a public uh, relations exercise and uh, you know wants to see himself go for somebody who's credible and with integrity. And my view is that the names that are here uh, are most of the individuals who are credible and uh, you know, hold a, a moral uh, uh, standing in society. Oh, I'm not so sure. Not all of them. Not all of them. I mean, go ask the fallers if they think that Blade should be there. They will give you their piece of their mind. At some point, Blade, <laughs> in the middle of the fees must fall. Something which was seismic in the context of higher education, he jokes about the fact that students must fall. How politically insensitive, how politically ma- immature must you be to be able to say that and think it is a joke when there are students right now who are languishing in jails, who've got prison sentences suspended, hanging over them, whose exam schedule and whose tertiary lives have been appended. A minister sits and jokes about the students must fall. So if you're going to talk about integrity and ethical content, a lot of these names will fall short. The cat himself, Didi Mabuza, 
I mean, the games he's playing with the party, the games he's playing with the state as a result. True. Mantasha as well. He's been fingered by the Integrity Commission of the ANC. So half of these names really on the arguments you have advanced as to why Nomvula shouldn't be there and the justification behind Batabile, many of their colleagues who are still there similarly shouldn't be there. Well, uh, so yes, there's that, there's that argument that you're raising. I'm saying you're raising a correct argument, and I agree with you on some of those. Uh, you know, on some of the points you're making. But I'm saying, Seldama Posse is running a public uh, uh, relations exercise. Also, uh, we've seen in the past that uh, there's, there's been this impression that has been created within the ANC that there's a vacuum of leadership. And that's why we've seen this recycling of leaders or you know, ministers over the years. I, I cannot begin to imagine from which direction could have Seldama Posse come and brought in new names that are, you know, that are, have not been involved in any kinds of, you know, uh, controversial dealings, and, and, and you know, as you have mentioned, because there's there's also room for that. There's there's been a, a culture in the ANC to that, that that speaks to the idea that there's a vacuum of leadership, and that you know, for you to to be relevant and for you to have an understanding of how to run government, you've got to constantly recycle these ministers, which I don't think really works for them, uh, but they've never really been punished for it. So uh, are, are, are you going to discredit Saldama Posa on, on the basis of something that you know, South Africans at the ballot have not uh, punished him for? So that, that, that's the point from which I'm coming. It, it, it would have been nice if he just showed some serious apples around certain names who for so long as they are in cabinet are going to court the kind of divide that there have been for the duration of the time they have been on the cabinet. Look, I mean, I'm not going to go into names because, I mean, I've done that sufficiently, but let's talk about some apparent demotions. Motswaledi to Home Affairs? Yes, uh, you know, something that I... My day in the presidency? Um, yep. Uh, what else? You know, so, quite, quite a number of them, uh, and, and, you know, some not expected at all. Um, you look at you know the lives of Maiten Kwana Mashaba, who's now been taken to the Minister of Women, which uh, we know is practically defunct. Uh, we've yet to find the purpose of that minister because, uh, you know, from a you know practical point of view, there's nothing really that's ten- tangible that we've seen come come out of that. So some clear emotions, as you're saying, but you know, certainly not expected. I, in my view, I thought that uh, Dr. Aaron Mutsenedi would not make the cut uh, for him to have been brought in here to to take this uh, the Minister of Home Affairs. Is something I certainly did not expect, and uh, my view was that you know there would have been a, a new candidate. That would have been brought in to, 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 to take this, uh, uh, this uh, ministry. Granted. Garabo, this conversation is far from over. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be sure to dissect this particular conversation tomorrow and sometime to come because this is the sixth administration, the first for President Ramaphosa, where he has had absolute and total control of it. Mr. Garabo Moyilo giving us his thoughts for the last 10 or so minutes of this conversation. He is the director at Aristo Intelico Communications, is also a political analyst and writer. It's time for us to take a quick ad break before we go to AHA.